everyone, and welcome to A Filthy Talk, A Filthy Lots live weekly panel discussion show coming to you live from North Vancouver on the traditional territories of the Squamish Nation. We'd like to recognize the privilege to work, play, and create on these beautiful lands, and we encourage you at home to comment with what traditional territories you're watching from. I am Trevor Gemma. Joining me today, Sam Carnelli. You know him as Chef Cargs in the chat, and returning as captain of the Starship chat room, we have Ash Turner. Hi. Hi. Hello. Did you just Spock wave? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> What's up? Uh, and also joining us today, very special guests. Super excited about this because of what we're going to be talking about today. We have Jason Rouleau and Adam McIver. Hey. Is it McIver? I didn't it is. You it. nailed it. Nice. A lot of people mess that up, but you got it perfect. Nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the back for that. <laughs> uh, you would know them also in the chat and from our uh, uh, Monday night uh, Overwatch esports as Ageless and Newbie. So, awesome to meet you in the flesh. It's con it's awesome to be here. Like like I was saying to you before we started, I've been, you know, dreaming of this moment ever since <laughs> I started with Questlines, so it's good to finally see that come true. Hell yeah. Glad to have you, man. Uh, so we kick things off here with a bit of nerd news. I only have one item, but I don't know if you guys have anything. Uh, but I was excited to read today that they have announced a, uh, uh, Marvel is announcing a Nova movie. Uh, I don't know if people at home know. Nova's a little bit lesser known of a character, but I was wondering why when they introduced the Nova Corps, they didn't introduce Nova. That surprised me. So I, I was going to ask if that was related, actually, because yeah. I didn't know, but that makes perfect sense because they look the same, they have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> put that together. Although it wouldn't be uh, off base for comic books if they looked the same, had the same name, and then weren't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just realizing this is a horrible sin. My phone's not on silent. <sighs> okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, uh, thoughts, feelings? Anyone care about Nova? I, I only know Nova from the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Ah. So that's my only exposure with, with Nova. But like I said, I didn't even put it together with like the Nova Corps, so I mean, I wasn't paying that much attention, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. It sounds like it could be cool. I mean, he flies, shoots yeah. energy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty powerful. The first Nova was actually, the Nova that, that you would know then from Spider-Man is the son of Nova. Okay. Yeah, 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 who I think inherits his dad's helmet, and that's where he gets the powers from. But I think that's, I think that's what it was. I don't know Nova even all that well, but I know that it it's, uh, uh, leads into a lot of celestial stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Well, when you go Nova in D&D &D or Shadowrun, uh, that's when you use all your stuff, so it sounds good. Oh, okay. You got no spell slots left, uh, all your hit dice are gone, and uh, you're on the floor gasping for air. Yeah. Okay, enough about that. that feels. Let's get into the main thing we're talking about today, and the reason the category I noticed, <laughs> Alex, well done, is set to Overwatch. We, this weekend and next weekend, are having the first of Filthy Lot sponsored Questline Open esports tournament. Yeah. It's going to be big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys excited? You look you look exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I say it and you're just like <sighs> the the excitement is uh, just like gone into just tired. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. Uh, I'm excited to to get into it now. Is it probably like Saturday morning is when you're going to wake up and be like Whoa. Yeah, that happens to me. As you get to those last, like, the, the finish line in sight kind of thing, it's like, oh, man, like, you're just like, uh, and, and people are like, you excited? It's like, not yet. <laughs> Have you read all the documents? Yeah. And seen the website and the Discord and all the interaction? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, kind of What weird. a team. For me, the first time it was, like, real was, like, we've been planning it for a long time. 
but on Monday when we did our cast, I was like, oh, and make sure to check out the Questline Open this weekend. I was like, this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> this was supposed to be like so long in the future, and now it's here. So it really snuck up on me. It's, it's yeah. really good to get it going. It came real quick. It's yeah. been like perpetually months from now, and then it was like, oh, it's in five days. Oh, oh yeah, that just made my stomach fall a bit. Ash, did you have your hand up or something? Oh, I was just going to add in a little bit of nerd news that uh, Lutz posted in the chat, which oh. is that there's a new Witcher 4 game coming out that has that been announced, um, and and that that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, nothing important. Made in uh, but important. Real Engine 5, so it'll look Ooh, incredibly gorgeous. That's going to look crazy. But it will take a while to make, so we'll wait. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> CD Projekt uh, yeah, Red announced a thing. Yeah. We'll see it. That's the same. Will they get hacked again? Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. yeah How so. many years in the making? <laughs> yeah, a couple. A couple years. And it should have been a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> or at least one more. Because yeah. I mean, I'm playing it now, and it, I haven't come across any game-breaking glitches. One yeah. weird one, but that's about it. So I think they've patched it pretty good. And we, we are talking about like Overwatch a bit today, and Overwatch 2 has been was announced over three years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, really? Over two years ago. It's like 800 days or something like that. And it's <laughs> finally going into a beta at the end of April. So they're finally getting around to it. But yeah, so if you're an Overwatch fan, you're no stranger to having to wait for Doom Tank. That takes way too it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, what's Doom Tank? Uh, Doomfist is getting rekit as a tank instead of a DPS. Oh, okay. Should be a lot of fun. A lot of changes. Going to 5v5. Which yeah, is going to make it really interesting. Because it's 6v6 right now, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so they're eliminating one tank. So it'll be one tank now instead of two. Oh. Uh, which is exciting. But it also, like, uh, Adam and I are usually both play tank. <laughs> oh. So, so that synergy's gone. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to reevaluate your relationship. Yeah, we can't talk anymore. <laughs> it's, we have until April 26, I think, is the beta. So. Oh, wait, are you guys playing the beta? No, it's closed beta right now. Closed, yeah, closed beta right now uh, for pro players and streamers. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's actually still in the alpha. I think the beta be is alpha, what's yeah. next month. Right. Um, so I've like opted in, like signed up for it, but there's no guarantee that means you're going to play. So you can always go and check it out, but there's no. I guess they're trying to find people from like all different levels. And I'm like, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're a bad person, like I'm right here. That's true. We got the team for you. <laughs> we will Tactics. find those bugs at uh, the bottom of the ladder. So, what are you most anticipating about Overwatch 2? I would say new content. Overwatch <laughs> is pretty famous now for at least within some of the gaming communities for going. They've gone two years without anything substantial. Um, basically, since they announced the second game, they took most of their developers, put them on Overwatch 2, and the original game was just on like life support. So oh. nothing has happened. So it, it'll be just nice to like have new content and like new heroes, new maps. Like there's a new Canadian hero coming out uh, with Overwatch 2, so that'll be fun. Toronto is also going to be a map. Oh, for, for of course it is. Toronto, like, just all center of the universe. Yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff coming down the line. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really wild. Yeah, because there's like no content at all, and especially with games as a service, you look at Apex, you look at Fortnite, you look at even Call of Duty. Uh, the entire thing is that you play the same game and they keep updating it, mm. and that's what Overwatch was doing. And then they were just like, "No, we're just not." Oh wow. <laughs> 
So it gets the the expectations were definitely let down by a lot of fans. So when was the last new thing added to the first Overwatch? Two years ago. Yeah, Echo, really? Echo was the last new hero added to the game. There haven't been heroes or maps since, and I think it was like it's almost two years to the day, like today. God yeah. damn. Yeah. So it's been it's been quite a a dry spell. Like they'll release like you know Winter Wonderland and and. A Halloween event, but it's the same thing every it's time. Recycled so, this, oh, I so hate it that. doesn't really count. Hey, give me that. my archives every year; it's the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's going to be the new PVE. So they are like in, with the sequel, they're introducing a story, which I think is. See, that's where you get new players like me. That's what I was thinking. Is yeah, we're going to definitely get more players uh, that might not necessarily be interested in the PvP. Yeah, I do PvP, but very secondary to PVE. I, I play for story. First and foremost, it's rare that I go into like a straight deathmatch game. What's going on, Ash? Uh, we have an ask us almost anything from Pink Emma. Nice for our Overwatch esports fellas. Um, apparently, there was some point where Mr. Graves, aka Trevor, didn't catch a reference uh, that's from Overwatch. It's high noon. Okay. And uh, Pink Emma is wondering if you can explain that reference to Trevor. And also, what are your favorite Overwatch characters? Isn't that on your shirt? I'll, I'll, it, just, it was right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, Sam could take this one too, but I'll, I'll let I'll let Ajo start this one off. Well, uh, it's High Noon is the 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 voice line. It's like the audio cue that comes from Cassidy's. Uh, ultimate ability. Oh, okay. So once you build it up, you'll hear like somewhere usually behind you, <laughs> usually way up above you, and you're like, okay, well, I hope I don't die. Oh. Is basically it. <laughs> and, so. and my favorite part of the, the whole Atai Noon thing is the voice actor is Matt Mercer, who's oh. on a critical role. Ah. Like everyone knows who Matt Mercer is at yeah. this point. Yeah, he's going to gain all the notoriety from this show. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. I so guess you're we, welcome, uh, Matt Mercer. <laughs> That's the Matt Mercer effect, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But I guess when the it's game came out, Matt Mercer would go into games and say that like on the voice chat, oh. just to mess with people. Oh, that's genius! And I'm like, that I respect that. Yeah, that's <laughs> mad respect for that. Yeah, it's pretty. Holy funny. crap, that's so cool! Oh, that'd be so much fun to do, just to screw with people with like an in-game cue for death. <laughs> and he's the only one that can do it. Yeah, yeah. It's his voice. Oh, something else. I know that we still haven't gotten to everyone's favorite Overwatch characters, but just as an insert to the It's High Noon, uh, Capri is requesting in an Ask Us Almost Anything, uh, can one of them please say It's High Noon in the voice? Oh. That's you. No, I definitely can't. I'm going to do it. It's High Noon. Nice. It's, it's a cowboy. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. High Noon. What, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> but my, and to, to go off that, my, my favorite Overwatch character is Tracer. She's on the cover. She's just a really, like, Peppy, like if you go lore wise, she's super positive all the time. She does like, this. Yeah. One. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. But also like, yeah, a time traveler with guns. Like, you, there's there's a lot to like there. It's a really fun character to play as well. So fast. One of the coolest designed characters I think I've ever seen in a video game. The ability to rewind time. Oh. W without it being like game breaking, I think is really interesting. Mm. So like, she has on a cooldown. She will go back to where she was two seconds ago, three, three seconds ago, and okay. she recovers oh, yeah. whatever health she had oh. at that point. So she only really affects herself. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Let's just skip the whole paradox thing. Yeah. <laughs> Harass the back line, you so, know. Yeah, it, but it makes her so difficult to kill because she, has, she can blink around. She can she blink 10 meters? Sure. 
I have no idea. Yeah. I got one out of two. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, but then uh, every every so often she has the cooldown where she'll just go back three seconds to where she was. That's so where wild. it gets really interesting and what you see professional players do is they'll see the recall and they'll track where she was. So you'll see the recall activate and they'll just like spin around and hit her again. Whoa. Like, okay, that's... That's insane. <laughs> Touch grass. <Is> Also, like being like triggering them too. So, like you, you do a significant amount of damage, knowing they're gonna come all the way back. Yeah, you're just ready for them. Yeah, Especially you, as like Hanzo. Like, did you just say you did that? Oh, I did that last night as a reaper. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, I had a good shot on her as she was blinking forward or like, like jumping forward, and I knew she was gonna blink back immediately. So I turned to where she was, peers, and instant it. Oh, that's weird. very satisfying. That's that'd be super satisfying. I actually. I mean, this is a weird story, but the closest thing I have to that was actually in real life doing paintball. Hold on, when they do time travel, <laughs> so, playing paintball. So it's not that the person went back in time, but <laughs> it was a Terminator round, and it was it was it was my birthday, so it was me versus everyone who came with me, and uh, I had I had taken everybody else out, and it was my one buddy Kevin left. And I saw him duck into this one area, and I was gonna chase, because we were like, we were a good distance apart from each other, but I was about to chase him into the area. I stopped, I knew what he was gonna do. I turned, I fired at nothing, and he popped back out from behind a tree and got hit by the paintball. <laughs> <laughs> Calculated. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he didn't jump back in time, but he tried to backtrack and got yeah. smoked. <laughs> so we, got, we got a chaser. Who's your favorite character? Yeah, who is yours? Oh, I didn't expect that. Honestly, I think probably Zarya. I play a lot of Zarya, um, but because the way the hero plays is, uh, A, you don't have to aim very well, which is great for me, uh, but it's based on like predicting uh, positioning and uh, punishing poor positioning, things like that. So that's for, for us, who, especially who moved over from console, um, it's difficult. It's way. Everyone is so much better on PC, and so much the aim is so much tighter that uh, I find just playing a hero that rewards like thinking ahead. I get a lot out of that. So. And uh, the thing I like about Zarya is, if we're playing together, I can be like, Jason, go play Zarya, because then we win. <laughs> really good. So I'm like, I, it doesn't matter what I do. I can just feed all day. Like, but you go play Zarya and just, you know, carry me to victory. It <laughs> makes my life a lot easier. It's like, like predicting well, like you get your charge up high, and then you're just a DPS tank that just nullifies yeah. everything. Yeah. Move over, Symmetra. Yeah. So the two of you clearly have been playing Overwatch together for a long time. Yeah, yeah since it came Pretty out. Much, yeah, since it came out. Okay. But we've been playing video games together since, like, the original Halo. Yeah. So oh, we go, we go back. Like we played a lot of Destiny in there. I can't really think of anything other than those two. But. Speaking of games of a service that completely shit the bed. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Shit mean, the bed? How? Destiny Two was not good. <laughs> Destiny Two is great. Well, now it is. Oh, okay. Destiny right. was like release half a game. Everyone's mad. Make it into a great game. Build the sequel. Learn nothing well, from a Destiny One. De Destiny Two is now what they promised with Destiny 1. Right. Where they yeah. said, one game, you'll never have to buy it again. They'll just be like, it'll evolve over time. Yeah. And then Activision was like, no, we want the money. And yeah. then they did the second one. And then it wasn't until 
uh, uh, oh my god, Bungie walked away that they actually started doing what it is now, which is very cool. Yeah, no, they've done a great job with it. It was just, it's just the game is a service that was like, we let's spend three years grinding this and then learn not a single lesson <laughs> and release the same game we did with Destiny 1. Yeah. Half it, built, everyone's mad. Why is everyone mad? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, But what got you guys into casting? Well, for me, it was we, we started playing in a, a league on console, which is not as common. Like, there are, there's like a bunch of console leagues out there, some of them pretty big. But we were in a very small one, and some of the people that were casting like, were not great. Oh, okay. Um, they were basically just like, it's not that they were, they were just trying to like talk and just, you know, chill out, have fun with their friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could do this better. For sure. Oh. And then Jay's like, well, let's do it. And I was like, nah, and I chickened out. <laughs> so then years later, when we got uh, PCs, that's when he, he approached me again. It's like, listen, I have this idea uh, to do it, you know, for a filthy lot. And I think it'll, like, I think it'll be really fun. And so we started doing that, did some practice. Then a couple organizations were like, oh, come cast for us. And it's just snowballed up until, like, this tournament, right? Like, yeah. It's way I out of control. I never, <laughs> never thought I would make a cent. Like, I don't make a lot of money, but I make something. Like, it's wild did not see that coming. Thing. Yeah. But, like, even, yeah, for, for Overwatch, we went from, like, yeah, we should try casting to, like, we get coached by uh, the Dallas Fuels ex-coach. Oh. Which is, like, the, the pro team based out of Dallas. And so we, on Tuesday and the previous Tuesday, had yeah. Tickety. And uh, he came into the Questline Discord and coached us on, like, game knowledge and stuff like that. So it's wild being from, like, this game's fun. <laughs> to, like, oh, the, like, we have a professional coach coming in and professional casters coming in. That's very cool. It's been pretty wild. Yeah, I yeah. saw you two in the Discord, in the chat with someone. I was like, are they casting? Oh, no. Oh, did I miss something? <laughs> so just Tickety. The, check out Tickety on uh, Twitch. Uh, T-I-K-A-T-E-E. Uh, it, he just spits out the most absurd amount of knowledge about the game that you're like, I've, I've, we've played this game for five years. I listen to him talk for five minutes, and I'm like, I've never played Overwatch. Oh, wow. It turns out I don't know anything. So have you tried casting any other games? Not yet, but there are some games that like we are looking to get into, or at least I'm looking to get into, like, you know, Halo Infinite just came out recently, so there's some people casting that. Um, Valorant is one that has similarities to Overwatch that a lot of people like to uh, kind of switch over into. I'm personally not great at Valorant. It's very, like, aim-dependent, and I don't have good aim, so it's something that I, like, I want to get into the game first before I start casting it. Mm. Um, but it's it's definitely something that like I'd like to branch out and do more stuff because it's uh, it's just the nature like games you know get more popular or less popular and it's it's good to have more than one option. Yeah, what made you guys pick Overwatch? Was it just because you were fans of the game? Yeah, I think it was because we were fans and we played it like we felt like we knew it. Um, and or, and for me like I felt like I could describe it properly like like I do the play by play more or less. So for me, that's you know creating these narratives throughout the games and uh, explaining it to people in a way that like adds value to what they're watching instead mm-hmm. of just describing exactly what's happening on screen. Which I gotta say, you guys do very well because like I didn't know what to expect and I wouldn't typically watch 
like like PVP stuff like just, uh, just yeah. endlessly unless there's like a really entertaining streamer but it really felt like I was watching a sports cast like you guys do a great job of hyping up the gameplay and informing me of what I'm watching cuz like I don't know what the hell I'm watching at it's first. It's a fast I'm just like, game. Go hamster. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like people are like, "How do you cast Overwatch?" I'm like, "I yell at colors. <laughs> That's all I'm doing." Like we can like put some nice words on it, but at the end of the day, I'm like, "Look at all these colors. It's pretty." <laughs> yeah, it, I, I loved watching the progression from like when you started casting on on Questline to where you are now. And like, if you go back and watch those first videos, to don't what you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's it's fantastic, yeah. and just watching uh, you get more passionate and involved with the game, um, I, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. I mean, it, it takes a lot of work too, right? Like, there's a lot of casters that are like, yeah, I just do it with my friends, or or I, I like doing it for this league because I know people are playing it. Mm. But like when I started, it was like, oh, I'm going back and reviewing my own video to see what I what I did wrong, what words I was repeating a lot, and that was awful like most people hate the sound of their own voice and i really hate the sound of my own voice so it was like there might have been a couple of these involved like the first time like, i <laughs> yeah. can't like get by it but it, it really does t take a little bit of work to to go from just like you know like i said kind of just describing exactly what's happening to like creating a narrative or like finding these similarities over like a longer period of time and kind of weaving it together and I think that's what can really make um, really make things interesting. Like you see it all the time in sports, right? Like, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs choke all the time, right? And it's no somehow it's always correct. I'm a, I'm a Leafs fan, so I know more than anybody Sorry. that it's uh, yeah that it's very correct. What was it? Sixty sixty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what uh, fifty-five years now at this point. Something like that? My math might be it's a okay. I, I can't really relate. Yeah. Actually, I can. I <laughs> <laughs> grew up in Vancouver, so yep. what's yeah. a cup? Yep. I don't Me understand. Yeah. It's, it's something that's just out of your reach, I think. Just, yeah. yeah. It's but roughly hey, one riot away. You guys get close. Like, the Leafs haven't even been in the finals since 67. Oh, really? Yeah, they've or been to the conference finals a couple times, but... You know, it might be better because, honestly, as a, like, Vancouver local... Um, Within my lifetime, getting to Game Seven of the Finals twice and losing, I stopped yeah. watching hockey. I stopped entirely. I, I, as somebody that's watched her team choke in Game Sevens of six times in the last eight years, I fully understand that. But like <laughs> for me, it was like my grandpa did it. He cheered for the Leafs. My dad cheered for the Leafs, and now I cheer for the Leafs. And it's <laughs> like so. Whenever they lose now, I'm just like, Dad, this is your fault. <laughs> I had no choice. I learned it from you. Practically genetic at this point. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, but I, I think the thing that you've improved the most over your casting so far is just your way to convey that excitement in a game. Like when something epic happens, it's just like, oh my god, this happened and it's really mm. cool. It, mm -hmm. You actually are able to describe through the emotion of it while still hyping everyone up. And the repercussions and of it. Yeah, and like such a such a cool... like. I think a really good example of that is like um, like when Cloud was on that sniping spot. Oh my god! That, that was ridiculous. Crazy. And just being able to talk, like go, oh wow, and then be able to describe exactly how that was instrumental to pushing that point. That was that's such an improved skill that you've got. And yeah, yeah Thank you. I, I think yeah. that's really nice. We realized our trailer was like. Uh, like 50% just cloud killing people. Yeah. We're like, oh man, it's all just cloud. 
Like, yeah. Hopefully nobody looks in the top right corner. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, we had to go through our old videos just to find, like, you know, clips with a lot of hype in them. And every time it's like, there's Cloud again, just <laughs> killing four people. Yeah. And it was always on a different hero. The guy's absolutely nuts. Yeah. Um, no. Okay, so we haven't talked much about it, but the quest line open. What is it? Who's in it? When can people watch it? Where can they watch it? So this, is, this one's for you. I know okay. it's a labor of love. So, <laughs> uh, or hate. Just not for myself. Um, it starts this weekend. It's going to be on Saturday. We're going to be going uh, live at noon Eastern. Uh, although our pre-show is going to be shot right here at the lot. Uh, we're going to be going live at 11.30 Eastern. Uh, it is a 32-team, I think we're at now, uh, $10,000 US dollar prize pool. Uh, and it's uh, all, well, all like semi-pro levels. You're allowed to have three professional players on your team up to a, uh, as a max. And uh, after that, so it's more focused on like a tier three. You can have pros, you can have, you know, but only so many. It's more about showcasing um, people who have excelled to that like top 001%. Mm. And it's kind of their, their chance to try and get some good games in against players better than them, like mm. play against pros. Um, so they're, they're not quite at that level, or maybe they are, and this is their chance to kind of prove it. Oh, there you go. So, and we've done the same thing with our broadcasters where oh, we haven't announced the, the casters for the second weekend that'll probably be happening tomorrow, which we're really excited about. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of familiar can I faces. Say, can I say there's some big names? Yeah. Yeah, in the Overwatch community. It's going to be fun. Anyway, go on. Um, but our first weekend is more on the community tournament side where we have our, uh, you know, casters who, that, who we've worked with and who have worked with friends of ours that have... Are, are kind of not quite at that pro level, but given the chance to work on what is considered a major tournament, I think it's, uh, it's a minimum $10,000 prize pool to be considered a major. So we've been given that major uh, title status, which is really big. That's badass. Um, especially, uh, it, it, it holds a lot of weight for broadcasters' uh, resumes, especially. Oh, yeah. So it's getting in people who are passionate about casting, people who are passionate about the game, and getting them into a major tournament that they might not have had a chance to get into otherwise. Mm -hmm. So um, that's been kind of one of our, our big focuses is working on Tier 3, looking at uh, there's a lot of college teams, mm -hmm. um, which is wild. There's a bunch of schools that do scholarships for, for Valorant, for Overwatch, for all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and that's always crazy to me that schools are now giving out scholarships for esports, and they have esports teams. Did not know that. Yeah, we've uh, like even on, on the channel, like about I want to say three weeks ago, we had Penn State. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Penn their, State Overwatch and their team. esports teams. So like well-known, you know, institutions and stuff like that, and in, and even some of the teams in this tournament are teams that we've seen on our channel that have now signed up. Nice. Crack Cats and Soccer Punch and. And stuff like that. So it really is like a top to bottom thing. Like I know there's some streamers that people would know that watch Overwatch. Mm. Um, so it's really like from top to bottom. Like we have a little bit of everything. And like going back to like that whole thing about talking about like narratives. It's like, what if one of these small teams, you know, goes Takes on it? a bit of a run? Like, yeah, yeah. Like like it's March, so I'm assuming March Madness is happening <laughs> now, right? So it's like the <laughs> bracket busting, like, you know that little school that could just beating, you know, this huge juggernaut. So 
it's going to make for a really interesting couple weekends. Um, and how many teams in total? 32. 32? And are they all signed up at this point? No, there's still a couple spots left. Still a couple spots left? <laughs> yep. And where do people go to sign up? T6.gg. Uh, and it has the sign-up link there. It's all through Challenge, which is uh, like a bracket provider for, for eSports. Uh, and yeah, there's still, still a few spots open. Sweet. And sorry, and where can the audience watch all the action starting Saturday and at what time? Saturday, 11.30, we're going to be going live on twitch.tv slash questline esports. Uh, and we're also going to be going live with our games at, at noon Eastern time uh, on a filthy lot. Nice. So we're going to have our we're going to have the two streams going for the first couple hour first couple games of the day, just to try and show as much as we can, um, without going too wild, mm-hmm. uh, and then it'll just be on Questline Esports, and we'll be live uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then the following week, Saturday and Sunday again. Uh, it's going to be a lot of a lot of Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot of Overwatch. Like you said, uh, you know, it starts the pre-show starts at nine thirty Eastern. You said. Is that correct? On Saturday? Yeah, on Saturday. Uh, 11.30 Eastern. Okay, my time zones are always so, wrong. Eight, I, I have screwed 8.30 up, our time. I have screwed up our Discord chats so many times because I can't do simple math. <laughs> yeah, that's but fair. anyway, like for us, we're starting, you know, we're starting early. Like we're going all day, more or less. And it's going to be a lot of content, as the kids say. <laughs> that's a lot of content. But like yeah. the, the Vancouver Titans, so we talked about like the Dallas Fuels coach Tickety was in uh, working with us on Tuesday. The Vancouver Titans coaches are going to be coming down to AFL oh. uh, on Sunday to join us on our desk. Uh, now you mentioned, oh go. You'd, you'd appreciate this. In, in true Vancouver fashion, the Titans got all the way to the finals. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you didn't have to finish the sentence. Yeah. Uh, and oh, then yeah. blew the team up. It was, oh, yeah, that was if, rough. That if was it a makes rough you, loss. If it makes you feel better, I cheer for the Toronto Defiant, the Toronto team, and they just don't win. So it's just another Toronto area sports team that does nothing. Uh, so there yeah. really are some similarities. <laughs> Vancouver and Toronto, we're not that different. <laughs> uh, and Vancouver is owned, the Vancouver Overwatch team is owned by the Aquilinis. Yeah. Oh, that's so not surprising. Yeah, so they, they have a... They'll show games at... At, uh, at Rogers? Whatever, yeah, Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. I always still want to call now. it GM Place. Yeah. <laughs> it's still GM Place in my heart. Uh, <laughs> this is not the Coliseum. Uh, so in the tournament, as far as teams that have signed up thus far... Uh, any favorites, any predictions, any ones to watch that you want to like draw attention to? I honestly, there, there's such a wide variety of of skill level. Like if you go by uh, SR rating, there's averages from like 46,000, which people would know is like grandmaster. 4,600. Yeah, 4,600. Sorry, 46,000 would be crazy. Uh, 4,600, <laughs> which would be like grandmasters, and then you go down like 40. To 4,300, which doesn't sound like a lot, but the skill gap in like that top, you know, three, four percent of players yeah. is absolutely wild. I know I'm going to like kind of internally root for the like the underdogs, like yeah. that's just kind of how I'm wired. But at the same time, same. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, we just kind of covered that, didn't we? Mm, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, I really just, like, I, I want to see long games, right? Like, you don't want to see, like, those 3 O's or 3 1s where, like, one team is, like, clearly just got the dominant. other team's numbers. Yeah. yeah. I want to see games go in the distance and, and go into overtime a lot. And just really, you know, you paid for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Well, it's that much more, yeah, it's that much more tension. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, living for the tension. It's more fun than watching a complete stomp. I think, like, Munich Esports is probably going to be a big... Yeah. 
heavy hitter. You said Munich? Yeah. Ah. So they have a, a really, really solid team who we've we've had uh, a lot of members actually on the right. on our show before. I think it, they're going to be really strong. There's a couple stream teams that are really strong as right. well. Yeah, yeah. There's the one with uh, I, I want to say Kefri, or it might be Capri. I'm not sure how to say that, but uh, he's got a team with Kalo Adelaide and I think Red Shell's on it, who's like a, a Lucio player that's been a streamer forever. Oh. Um, I think they actually. Uh, are a cancer survivor as well. Um, since Overwatch started, they got diagnosed with cancer and now are back to streaming. So that's, oh, wow. It's always good to see. So there's there's definitely a lot of variance in in what you're going to see. Like the skill levels, the styles. Like a person like Red Shell is kind of like what they call a Reddit Lucio. They, they don't really heal or support their team. They're <laughs> in the back line trying to kill, you know, the opposite team. So... There's going to be a lot of variance, like just from game to game. <clears throat> yeah, it should be exciting. There's some pretty like flashy players, like Red Shell, that uh, are maybe more playing for the crowd oh. than they are playing for their team. Uh, but but if they succeed, yeah, 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 then it's fun, and it ends up on Reddit, yeah. hence the Reddit Lucio. <laughs> That's fair. So, but I, I think like Munich Esports especially is one that yeah. I'd really like to watch. We've seen some of their players before, and it's cool having a team, you know, coming all the way from from. It's like. Logging on their computers all the way from Germany. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Said coming, <laughs> coming like, from, <laughs> coming to you live yeah. from. <laughs> um, is it hard to keep uh, like a non-biased approach when you're when you're casting and you're covering teams? I don't find so because like I kind of touched on this a moment ago, but I'm cheering for excitement. Yeah. Right. Like like I. I did say that I'm kind of wired for the underdog, but like once the game starts, like especially as a caster, I just want it to be the most exciting game possible. That's fair. And that's what I'm always hoping for. A good so approach. so it's really like to that point, like I guess if one team goes down a little bit, I'm kind of cheering for them just so they can make it closer so it can keep going. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm just looking for you know, big plays and, and stuff that makes you, like, you know, jump out of your seat and yell a little bit and make the neighbors wonder what you're doing. <laughs> you know, at 9 in the morning, like, why is this dude yelling? What's going on? So If you that, yell loud enough to wake the neighbors here, that's that's cons- That's impressive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm loud, I'm not that loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many casters do you have in total? Because that's a lot of teams, and I imagine a lot of it's happening simultaneously. There is, on our first day... Also a long shift, right? Yeah, well, for (laughs) us. I think we've got 18 casters. Wow. And I want to say eight people on the desk. Damn. So we're we're trying to get, especially the first weekend, everyone is only casting like two games. Okay. uh, In order to get, you know, more people involved. Um, Everyone will do like two games back to back. And then that's it. And then some come back the next day and do another two games back to back. But with the idea that we can uh, give a lot of people an opportunity to be involved with the major and get that experience kind of under their belt. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also really fortunate that we're working with uh, a company called, or a, company, a group called uh, Bad Patch of Mario League, who have signed on to do our production. And they're absolute wizards. Uh, they do a ton of production for uh, all sorts of pro teams, things like that. Um, so it's a good opportunity for a lot of the casters are actually had worked with with, yeah. with BPL before, but it's a it's kind of a good opportunity for to get everyone together and get that experience in. Yeah, there's a lot of learning. Like 
If you've watched our streams, I always mention Harvester, who's probably in the chat somewhere right now. I saw Harvester in the and, chat. And he's my brother, and like now he gets to learn from, from the Bad Patch Mario League people nice. as well. Harvester um, does an awesome job. Like yeah, I'm yeah. super impressed already, but like, yeah, you can always improve, right? I, I make the joke every once in a while on stream that maybe he doesn't, but he really does. Like, <laughs> straight up, like what we do doesn't work without what he's doing as well, because yes. like he's the one trying to find what you're looking at and like make find a you know an area or a point in the game where like, oh, I can see what's happening and like I understand because. If you're just watching one person the whole time or you're watching something that might be irrelevant to what's going on, then like people are at home, like what is even going on? <laughs> or but, yeah, like and jumping into that third person camera to like yeah. watch the overall battle and seeing that more and more, that's been really great. Well and Harvester has like everyone's feed at once. So you're watching twelve different streamers' feed, like So he he's within uh, he's in the lobby. And then he'll he has options to move to anyone's point of view, or he can go free cam essentially. But he's in the game with us. Oh, so he doesn't. I, I pictured him having twelve different like little. No, he has he has to know without seeing it what is what is going to happen. Holy best shit! Yet. It's actually more impressive. That's yeah. more like, impressive. You made him sound like a Batman villain, which is cool. Yeah, <laughs> but like I pictured him like Ozymandias from uh, yeah, Watchmen, yeah. where he's yeah. just like watching all of the things and clicking like that guy's about to do something cool. Yeah. But yeah. No, no, he's doing it in his mind. God yeah. damn. Uh, Ash, you had uh, something? Uh, there's two aspects on the Oh, fantastic. Uh, both are related. Oh, wow, here we go. But just like uh, Harvester and... Uh, Oh, oh no. good luck, buddy. Oh. Because there are no mistakes, only happy accidents? Yes. Ha! <laughs> that's. I'm sorry, I had to Bob Ross it. I don't know what. That, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I brought one for Adam and I forgot to give it to both of us. Yeah, I don't no. have a pen. Yep. That's fine. The Whatever. Yeah, thanks. Neither, because I forgot to give them to either of us. <laughs> now they're practical. I was going to ask you about the pens. Or like at the top, I was like, huh. Eh, I, I was just like, it. oh man, I hope I don't lose these. <laughs> Actually, they stand for Pentakill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, where do you even find these pens? I always use the pens upstairs that I went to find. Upstairs on the, the, like, there's there's the, the bookshelf. Like, I like the ones like that have, like, the five different colors. Oh, the rainbow pens? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best. Those are the best pens. I haven't seen one of those in years. I have, like, uh, probably 12 of them. I just bought a big pack off Amazon. Why? <laughs> well, now I'm not going to run out. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's solid fair. logic. Uh, so what made you guys want to put together a tournament in the first place? I'll, I'll let you do it. <laughs> uh, so our, that was kind of our goal from the beginning was one thing that we had seen and one thing that we'd always struggled with or had seen or like communities and leagues struggle with was that everyone wants to play, uh, but casting was always really difficult to find. And no matter what league we played in or what community we were playing with, it was always like, oh yeah, we should stream the game. Like, oh, we don't have casters. Oh. It's, so, like, it's like finding a drummer for a band. It is exactly like finding a drummer for the band. <laughs> And if you or a like, goalie, yeah, right. and yes, nobody wants my goalie. No, so and that's why, or or a DM, where it's yeah. like, oh yeah, there's yeah. like one DM for like 50 groups in town. There's one drummer for every band. Uh, so we found the same thing with casters, and I was like, we should do casters because that seems like a there's there's a niche right. there. 
Um, and then it was like, okay, so let's let's get into casting, let's learn how to do it, let's let's make friends, let's network, let's meet a lot of other uh, interesting and cool people that share the same kind of values that we do, and then we can launch our tournament and we can have our own community. Nice. So and we we have our own casters, we can bring our own folks in, stuff like that. Uh, Ash, I saw a hand in the air. What's going on? Yes, there's another Ask Us Almost Anything. Oh, People damn. are so curious. <laughs> Which uh, is great. From Gene McInnes, will there be an eye in the sky redemption during tourney? It seems to kill the person. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I, do, <laughs> I do think there is a, a bit of a curse to the eye in the sky redemption in those scrims. because like, definitely I mean, if Sky Dead is in there, yeah. Well, there, and there is, like, every time I've used it, because I've redeemed it a fair few times, and within seconds of switching to the person, they die, and I'm like, man. But it can have the opposite <laughs> effect, where they just go on a tear. Yeah, yeah we not when I redeem that, it. Which has been super helpful. We will not have it for the tournament, just because it, it, be it would be quite disruptive. That's fair. Just like when you used to swap back and forth between color and play-by-play. -play. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we stopped that. But also there's a third option in the sky, which is Lutz, who just picks Torb every time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to, the, to the point where if someone picks Torb, we just like get ready. Yeah, yeah, get ready, it's going to Torb. Um, do you have any redemptions for the tournament? No? Well, we'll, we'll have like the standard like highlight your message, stuff like that. Okay. Um, but other than that, we're basically taking everything and putting it into Solomon, who is from Bad Patch of Mario League, uh, into his extremely capable hands and being like, make us look awesome. Um, it's probably the, the, the best, I would say, amateur broadcast of an eSport I think I've ever seen is comes from Bad Patch of Mario League. Like we've, we've got a... We've been lucky enough to see like behind the scenes for BPL once or twice, and it's like you were talking about Ozymandias sitting there like clicking. But that's kind of what Solomon. That's Solomon. Solomon. Yeah, but he's got four like, different OB, OBS yeah, instances. He's got like a crazy Jeez. setup. Solomon's in the chat and says, "That's me." Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Solomon. Like a, like an <laughs> actual you. wizard. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, speaking of Batman villains, <laughs> he, he could I mean, be one if he, he wanted he to. He might team up with Batman. <clears throat> Al he's Batman Alfred. Teams up he's with Alfred. Alfred. Ash again. Hi. Hi. More ask us almost anything from Pink Emma this time. Oh, right on. Will there be channel point betting on the matches? Oh yeah, I think that's something nice. Yeah, oh, that we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could definitely. We'll do be that we'll out. be doing that. Get um, get your get that gambling uh, fix in there. <laughs> Which will be uh, so. Make sure you guys. We've, I shared it out in the chat earlier. We can do it again. Can you shout out Questline Esports there, Crash, please? Uh, so yeah, we did again. Just to reiterate. We have a second Twitch channel, and it is Questline Esports. There's no space, right? It's all one word. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you follow that, because we've only been streaming there for a couple of weeks now, so people don't have the same channel point cash that they do here on a filthy lot. Um, so just to make sure you're tuning in and leaving that thing open to get them channel points. Also, it just hit affiliate. So uh, the more you're active in chat, uh, channel points, uh, you, you gain more when you're active in chat. Also, if you uh, uh, subscribe, you gain more channel points. So yeah, like way just more. saying, <laughs> just saying, you should. Yeah, you get way more channel points. It's true. Like tons. It's true. <laughs> I don't actually know if that's true. I'm going along it is with true. it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get more for okay. for subs, gifting subs, that kind of thing. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, I mean, Trevor, he is an affiliate, right? So I yeah. think this is yeah. he would know. I was just going along with it. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I'm not lying. <laughs> okay, I'm not just trying to. If you were, I would have gone along with it. <laughs> Um, so things I've learned watching your streams oh, so far. Oh, um, 
I am a thousand times better at playing wrecking ball. I understand how the adjustment <laughs> works better. I understand how to engage, disengage better. Yes. So you yep. can just harass that back line, create <laughs> space, and do so much more. I've gotten way better with, with uh, the old Hammond there. Uh, yes, also understanding that alts aren't just for kills. Like how can you create that space to let your team push forward? Sometimes at high noon, you're not gonna get all six, but just the fear, the running away factor is, mm. is huge. Uh, positioning, I've gotten a lot better at that. I'm, I'm really good at flanking. Like I love to drive the flank and then just get everyone to turn around. But now, like seeing how like to engage in those team fights better, hmm. uh, and then in team talk, knowing what's essential and what you need to share over uh, over right. chat, and just cutting out all the non-essential stuff too. So yeah, yeah, it's been great watching you too. Oh, nice, thanks. We're we're there to you know educate and entertain. We're, <laughs> nice. the, we're, the, we're the total package. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is funny though because oh, like yeah. when when pro overwatch started being broadcasted i feel like just watching the games for a few weeks was like i'm better at the game just just watching it was like oh i understand this mm. on a way deeper level yeah Absolutely. and like watching like the game that you were casting uh, just for fun uh watching how like your knowledge of the game just turned the tide of a battle like Knowing like, oh, okay, well, these these guys are coming in like this, so we're gonna do this now, and I hope I stay alive. Oh, look, I'm still alive. Hey, yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's uh, a lot of that is Harvester, our our, yeah. our observer as well, because he's a really smart player. Oh. Um. So he he'll be he will be looking at the same thing. He's like, oh, these ultimates are probably coming up. This is probably gonna happen, and then he'll move to spectate them. Ah. So, uh, like, really smart. That's crazy. Smart player. It's wild. Yeah. And he's solo observing. So, uh, <laughs> for the tournament, we are not gonna be solo observing, which is really fun and really cool. Uh, it is definitely more challenging. Where the the only the only thing the stream sees is what he's looking at. So it's like his best guess. It's like yeah, keeping like timers going in your head. Like, okay, that just happened. So we're gonna budget out a couple minutes for them to get that back. Keeping an eye on the percentages ticking up on the screen if you have that. Yeah, Damn. yeah, it's wild. <clears throat> that is that's so much to keep track of. <laughs> it's great though. Uh, so for the tournament, how much bigger of an undertaking has it turned out to be than what you thought it was going to be? I, I think in terms of work, it's been um, pretty close to what I anticipated. Yeah. Um, so like, because my my background is like music festivals, mm. so. It has a very similar uh, kind of like week before the festival vibe right now, ah. where it's like, boy, panic. This, <laughs> this kind of sucks, but it's going to be great. It's a lot of work, but it, it's like I can either uh, you know stress out about it or it's just like just do it, just get it done. Plug away at it. So and it's I'm doing a lot of the same things that I do for music festivals where it's like, oh, we need to contract talent. Okay. So that's what I've been doing. I do I've been doing all the contracts for the broadcasters and things like that. Um, it is definitely um, for from from our perspective, it's been about the same am amount of work that I anticipated from the amount of help that we have had to ask, <laughs> specifically from Solomon. <laughs> Sorry, Solomon, has been so much more like an embarrassing amount. Oh, damn. Uh, we have learned quite a bit <laughs> during the tournament. Future ones are going to be so much easier. Oh, good. I do, I do feel bad when you're like, hey, uh, Adam, can you look at these contracts? I'm like, dude, I'm going for a history major. <laughs> you were asking the wrong person. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I stepped up, I figured it out, but, but man, like, uh, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, proofreading contracts and stuff like that. But 
Yeah, that's not my fault. You got to really just uh, fake it till you make it, I guess. Fair enough. Speaking of hard work, we should give a little shout out to Kevin, uh, aka FungusCon, for yeah. the beautiful table that's being built for your set. Yeah, he has been hard at work uh, building a, an entire desk set for it. Uh, which so that's, that's gonna be your broadcast booth, right? Like, so that's not where you're casting from. Correct, that'll so, be our analyst desk. And then we uh, are, have timed it well, I guess, with uh, AFL moving. Uh, <laughs> so the Comedy Channel had boxed up some of their things uh, and we were kind of like waiting, not even patiently, uh, at the second, just circling the, like the second, the second my wife moved her chair was like, cool blue screen, okay. She actually helped you put it up. Yeah, which is, yeah. So it's her fault, really. Uh, the, you know, being Thank you, Adam. Right? Good, good call. Good luck, man. Adam. I'm already sleeping on the couch. She doesn't, she doesn't watch the show. She's not hearing anything. Uh, uh, so we're both on the couch. Crash, you had something? Yeah, uh, Ruzilla wants to know, what are Sam's tips for eating and staying healthy for a weekend of streaming? Oh. Only hot sauce, right? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, if you're going to go 26 hours straight, you got to get these spicy peanuts, you see. <laughs> Staying hydrated is the most important. Um, yeah. And finding foods that will not dehydrate you too much, so nothing too salty. Uh, you want, uh, oh, we hmm. uh, cut up some, like, vegetables for you, so, like, there's, like, oh, cucumbers and, and celery and, and carrot sticks ready to go. Uh, yeah, like just little things so that you can take a bite and then come back to the mic. Please don't eat on the mic. This, oh, I, I, will, I will die. I've, I will I've, die. I've heard of other cats being like, oh, you caught me there. I was eating something. Like, Why are you no. eating? What are you doing? That's I insane. Literally unfollow and destroy. Well, like when they're eating, they're, they're muted. They're not, they should they're be not, muted. They're not they, just crunching yeah. away on, on the mic. I mean, but there's an so like, ASMR channel. Like, there is, yeah. yeah. There's like, a few. Why even like in, invite that opportunity, right? Like it just yeah. seems like you're setting yourself up for a bad time. So, so I, I can promise you I won't be eating at any point. I actually on stream was muting myself to eat and someone gave me shit for it. <laughs> they were like, why are you muting? And I was like, are you kidding right now? Do you want to hear that? And they were like, Kind of. I was like, okay. like you're on the wrong channel. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. It's an OnlyFans for that. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, this is our. There are other places you can go. Yeah. There's a, there's a wide internet for that. It, yeah, it's certainly, certainly not my jam. Not my jam um, at all. Um, so, okay, you mentioned something about like learning stuff and the next one's going to be easier. What are the key things you've learned if you were going to do another tournament? I think the big pieces have been like, we had to create all our assets from scratch. Mm. So every time we're like, oh, yeah, we should have a, uh, an image that's like this team versus this team. I'm like, hey, Kevin. Uh, so, or like, oh, we need to announce the broadcasters. Oh, we need a contract. Everything is like, oh, yeah, we don't actually have that. So we've built everything from oh. scratch. Okay, so all the infrastructure is in place. Yeah. So that's going to be the, the biggest piece. And kind of having an idea of like how much... Uh, how many, exactly how many people we need on the other side. We're so used to doing it with like me and Adam and Harvester that we're like, well, how many more people do you need? <laughs> Turns out like so many more. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm going to ask you the same question in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, we're, we're so used to doing it on such a bare bones um, yeah. kind of setup that uh, it, it has been really uh, enlightening, I think. Because yeah. mm. we, we made it so it would work for the, the three of us doing it. And yeah. then all yeah. of a sudden you're like, well, that equation's thrown out the window. Yeah. It's not <laughs> relevant at all anymore. Let's and add especially 18 for like, more people and see yeah. how that goes. 
<laughs> it's like for the caliber of players and the caliber of production we have, we definitely we we needed to expand beyond our like we can make it work with three people. Mm. Um, so that's that's been you know a, a really good learning experience, and it 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 does feel so much like doing festivals where like everyone does their first festival, and like I can walk into a festival and be like, ah, they haven't done festivals before. There's half the amount of porta potties there should be, and then by like day uh. two, you're like, that's why. <laughs> yeah, you should get a truck. That's that's a that's a hard lesson. More honey wagons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what casters do you watch, and who do you emulate, or is there anyone that you do emulate? Like for for me, I, I talk a little bit faster, which a lot of people say when you start casting, like don't do that, like mm. kind of build your way up to it. And I kind of did, but I was kind of like, I don't know, I like having fun doing that, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep trying to get better at that. Hell yeah. And so there are um, Overwatch League casters, specifically uh, Uber, uh, Achilles are two that are like, they're like they call them rap gods. They just oh, talk yep. so fast. Uber's <laughs> unbelievable. And and uh, they also have like really like quick brains too. Like they'll be talking like a mile a minute, but they're still like making puns or like making weird references to huh. like ancient Greek times or something insane, right? So so those are are two that I really kind of look up to because they're so good at what they do, and you can tell they've practiced so much to to get to that point. I would say that that's noticeable in your style because you do like to throw in like references to either mythology or, yeah. or, or that kind of a thing. I also I, have I to like, say I appreciate how much, and I I see you in that you work in the word filthy one, like like almost at least once or twice. <laughs> you got to rep the brand, right? <laughs> but, but also, like for me, I just like five dollar words. But oh, I was that's like, fair. I was like sounding smart. The trick is not to use them too much because then people are like. Okay, dial it back a little bit, bud. <laughs> but you can you, you can throw them in every once in a while. Like I, I have a couple in my back pocket that I'm like, if this one thing happens, I can use this crazy word that nobody knows what it means. Oh, so nice. It's just like it's it's a way for me to like keep keep myself sharp and like to keep um, looking at it in kind of a different way to be like, can I fit a word in here that's different? Or um, because I I don't know. Like I've watched some. Like I think of like hockey commentators that I, I I'm not gonna like name any or anything, mm. but um, they just say the same stuff all the mm. time. And you're Constantly. like, okay, they're going into the corner, and then he's gonna say this, and it happens every time. And it just, it's it, I find it kind of boring. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to do that. And that's like my motivation for getting away from it. Nice. Um, is there anything in the esports world that, as you get more involved and Potentially, we'll see how this weekend or and these next two weekends go, uh, but either shed light on or alter the landscape of. Talking pie in the sky here. <laughs> so, so are you asking like what would I change or yeah what about I'm... about the esports world from either a casting or just like the the so, tourney sort of competitive aspect? Just of from it. like the the competitive environment or even just like the esports um, community in general. Like one thing I've tried to start doing a lot more is um, advocating for people with disabilities because I have some disabilities and that is something that I have started to learn is like it doesn't get talked about a lot Mm. and it's not something that's discussed. And I've actually um, met a couple casters like Juggle God, one of the casters we have this weekend also has some physical disabilities Mm. that he wants to advocate for. So like we sat down and we did a little conversation together about that about disability in gaming mm-hmm. and we recorded that so that will hopefully be released kind of 
throughout the tournament as well to give nice. kind of people a different look and maybe give them a different perspective on, on problems that some people have that they wouldn't even think of, right? So for me, when I started casting, like that was not something I thought I would do. Um, I wouldn't say I was actively hiding that I had a disability, but I was like not advertising it. Yeah. And then, you know, I saw Juggle on Twitter saying like, I have this and that. And I was like, oh, cool. There are other people like me that are suffering with stuff, but still doing a really good job casting. And that's how we got together and, and started doing this kind of advocacy. Sweet. And yeah, it's not something I thought I would ever do when I started, but it's definitely something I'm going to do more going forward. Nice. Yeah, visibility is so important. Yeah, and as you gain a platform, it's important mm -hmm. to use it. Exactly, because I figured, you know, if I'm, even if I'm not like hiding it, but I'm not putting it out there, like the people that will find it and use it in a negative way aren't mm. going to find out and they're going to do bad things with it regardless. So I'm, but then on the flip side, I'm not doing anything good with it, mm. right? So I might as well take the initiative and, and try and help out wherever I can. And then, you know, if there's bad people out there, screw them, right? Like, exactly. I don't care, so. Yeah, fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> I find that there are, at least it seems, there are more, more good than bad out there. Oh, but the sure. bad are vocal. They're it's so a, loud. It's a, it's a vocal so minority, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we need to increase the vocal good side. Got to yeah. counter them. <laughs> yeah, esports needs a, a cultural overhaul that I think has been kind of slowly happening. And it's, um, unfortunately, it's been kind of like game studio by game studio. Uh, lawsuits, basically, mm. is the beginning of how things have changed. Um, from, from, and it's like Activision Blizzard, Riot, uh, tons, like, there, there is a serious problem, and it's not just in gaming, uh, but it seems like gaming is kind of having its its moment of the culture is trying to change organically now, which has been really, really helpful. And I think like the like disabilities has been like I feel like it's still behind a little bit. It's it's yeah. getting there. Like you can see games <clears throat> adding in more things like uh, colorblind settings, right? That's something yeah. that no game used to have. Mm -hmm. So it's it's making games more accessible for everybody, and like even Overwatch has a ping system that's coming out with Overwatch Two. So that's something a disabled person can use to communicate with their team and not have to go into voice chat and mm -hmm. open themselves up to maybe a bad experience. So there are changes happening, but like you said. Jason, it is happening slower than most people would like. And it's like, yeah, not having to go into voice chat, a lot of people will, will stop playing the game because interacting with people, like we play pretty often, I would say, uh, we don't go into voice chat ever because it's <laughs> not worth it at all. Like for, yeah. for, every, for every good experience you have, there's, there's two bad, so it's like, why bother? We're here to have fun. Yeah, that's not a good ratio. Um, so I would the say pings it's more like one to ten. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah, oh, it's not good. Um, oh my god. That'd be pretty tough. And that's and that comes back to the like age old thing in video games of like there's a person on the other side of that keyboard. Like yep. don't go in the, or that other side of that microphone. Like you don't need to go in like guns blazing, just taking down everybody else. Like what what's the point, right? Um, so yeah, it's just you got to do what you can do to either mitigate that. Like we said, we we don't really go into the voice chat very often, if ever or um, like advocacy, like we've worked with other organizations that try and promote um, different you know, groups of people that are maybe less represented in, mm -hmm. in the gaming community. So 
there's a lot of different ways you can kind of try and combat that. And the ping system is really cool. Yeah. So now, yeah, you don't have to be in voice chat. You can communicate using a button. And it will, like, you can either choose what you'd like to communicate, or depending on what you're looking at, it will communicate something different. So that kind of started, I think it got really big through Apex Legends. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's kind of spread across to other games. And we were talking about it today, but like mm -hmm. The Last of Us 2, which is not a new game, uh, but you can play it uh, almost completely blind. Uh, which, what? as far as accessibility goes, is unbelievable. And we're really? seeing more games bring in these accessibility features that it's, it opens it up for, for so many more people, which is so cool. Like, yeah, you can, using like audio cues and things like that, really? you can play it uh, almost completely blind. Oh. Like the entire, you get the whole story of The Last of Us 2, uh, and you, you don't need to see it. Huh. I haven't is, played it yet, so I, I, that's, that actually makes me want to play it more, even it's though. It's so cool. I, I, yeah, eh, interesting. I would totally keep an eye on that. I haven't experienced something like that. It's just so hard yeah. to hear Ashley Johnson get hurt so many times. <laughs> yeah, I, oh man, Tim uh, was talking about how hard that game was to play because of how how well they did the like the vocalizations of people dying, not Wait, just your you're character, on fire. but other yeah, characters. Yeah, you're on fire. Yeah, yeah and I was oh, watching a stream of it and I was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, that's really it, hard it to listen to. It feels violent. Yeah. Feels bad. Yeah. Feel bad, man. Yeah, if you like kill someone, like their friend comes and they call, they're like, oh my God, Kevin. You're like, no, that was Kevin? It's, yeah, instead of just man down, it's like, yeah, you got a yeah. wife. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. Oh, that is rough. Like when you so, but <laughs> you can light people on fire while blind. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's wild. Okay, I'm gonna have to play that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any last things you guys want to get out there uh, to the chat or to the audience at home? I I just want to say thank you to everyone that's watched us over the past year or so that we've been casting because we truly thought that it was gonna be like, oh, we'll yell at the screen for like three people and then go home, and it's blown up into this thing that we never possibly could imagine. So anyone that's been watching us, especially for a while, uh, th thank you so so much. Yeah, and like big thanks to like AFL and Questline for, for helping us get it out there. And now we got a tournament. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thank you guys for being here. Very, very much yeah, appreciated. Looking forward to this weekend. Uh, and once again, I'm just going to say it. Follow twitch.tv slash Questline Esports. Make sure you get the two E's in there. Questline <laughs> has an E at the end of it and then Esports. Yep. Uh, and stay tuned this weekend. Four, I, and also on this channel, there will be some just Saturday, right? Correct. Just Saturday. So the quest line open, 10,000 USD on the line in the prize pool. Tune in. It's going to be a lot of crazy chaos. And we will see you not Monday because of the tournament, but Tuesday for the finale of Strixhaven, which I just I just heard some stuff, and oh my god, I'm excited. Uh, and then Wednesday, you know the TPK last week? TPK maybe this? Maybe, oh uh, LFG Community Day, we'll see you again for the final Filthy Talk next Thursday uh, before we move locations. Uh, so we're, there's gonna be about a month where there's no Filthy Talk. Uh, so we'll, we'll see you next week, and until then, stay filthy.